This is the Living Numbers Podcast. What's up, everybody? It is your host, Tony Rambles, and I am back with another episode for you all. First, before we get into the episode, make sure you like, subscribe, share. You know, we can only grow this thing with you all. You know, my wonderful, wonderful listeners, make sure you share this with somebody who you think will enjoy it. Follow me on Instagram at underscore Tony Rambles underscore. You can also email me at one Tony Rambles at Gmail if you got topics that you want to that you want me to discuss or if you have uh other stuff. You know, hey, I'm all ears. So I've been out for two weeks or so. If you've listened to any of the other episodes Or if you follow me on my social medias, you know that I have a son, six weeks old, and it has been amazing with him around. Of course, if you're watching this, you may see that I'm lacking a little bit of sleep, but that's normal. You know, it comes with the territory, right? My son was was born on June 24th, and uh, I'm just... I'm having so much fun just having him around and seeing him grow, get big. So we're definitely going to have a welcome to parenthood episode. Hey, maybe that's what I'll call it. (laughs) Welcome to parenthood episode with me and my wife, Kia, who was on episode three. We talked about China. We talked about just our lives together so far. And if you haven't seen that one, definitely go check it out anywhere you listen to podcasts Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, TuneIn, Radio Public. I'm, hey, if you just search it, you will find me. So I'm back in full effect. And uh, my first topic here, well, my first number, y'all know how we do things around here on The Living Numbers Podcast, 8-11-21. Yes, that is a date. First day of school. Now, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know that I am a teacher, I am a coach, and I do a bunch of stuff at school because I'm involved. It's it's just, it's what I love to do. I like being around. I love helping. And the first day of school always comes with some, I don't want to say anxiety, not for me, not anxiety, but just some anticipation. It's like when you are having the first day of school as a student. There's some anticipation, like, you know, what are my classes going to be like? What is my schedule going to be like? Um, I want to see my friends who are returning, you know, that kind of thing. And as a teacher on this side, it's more of, you know, I got to make sure my, my, my lesson is ready. I got to make sure my, my class is ready. What am I going to do? My icebreakers. Cause by this time, because of what I teach, I've been at school or I've been in training, which I'll get to in a second, the past two weeks or so, end of July is when I went back to training. So I've already been back, but it's it's still not like that first day of school. 
It's still not like having the kids come in and you're seeing the kids you haven't seen. And this is different because for us, we haven't seen some of these kids since the pandemic started, you know, 18 months ago or so. So it's going to be extremely exciting to have people back. Now, I know for some people it's kind of touch and go because of everything that is still going on in the world. But for me, I'm just, you know, I'm ready to to have my classes back to normal, right? I know that people keep talking about new normal, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go into that. But I just enjoy what I do so much in the way that I'm able to do it. It's going to be great to have that back. And of course, basketball season, getting back to coaching. Shout out to our new coach. You know who you are. Um, Shout out to my old coach. You know who you are. If you ever listen to this, um, I'm just ready to get back to, to the swing of things. But before we do, right, before that first day of school, before that first week of school, putting in attendance and grades and blah, 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 right? There's some stuff that you got to go through. And that is called PD, also known as professional development. Now, this is typically a sore spot with teachers because we always feel like, okay, I got so much other stuff to do. You know what? I don't want to always attend these things that the district, right? Insert district name here, whatever district you work for as a teacher, Right, You have stuff that you feel like you need to do to get ready. And oftentimes, you have to do this other stuff regulated by people that is way above your pay grade and you really have no say so. So I'm not against that stuff, right? I'm not against professional development. We all need to develop, whether it's in your your job, in your industry, if you have your own business, If you have a podcast like me, the Living Numbers Podcast, streaming everywhere you listen to podcasts, you have to continue to develop, right? That is not optional. Well, you know what? You can stop developing and then you just get worse over time. So I'm not against PD. But you know, I had to just shift. That word is so overused now. I had to readjust my mindset right and so as i'm going into to pd and i'm knowing this is coming up and i know it's something that i want to talk about because it's always a a sore spot for many people going to training and i'm like okay what is my mindset going into training right going into training to do the stuff that you don't want to do right challenging yourself instead of running right because a lot of times you may be able to call out you may be able to just bypass it so now it's time to challenge yourself and me and a good friend of mine we're like okay you know what we're not going to be negative we are not going to be negative we just decided like okay you know what we just got to go through it let's take what we can leave the rest but we're not going to be complainers. The biggest trick, right, is, okay, how can I trick myself into not complaining about the stuff that I don't want to do, right? Because eventually that just becomes old. 
Nobody wants to be around that person that complains all the time. I'm pretty sure I've touched on that before. So you got to kind of trick your mind like, okay, you know what? I'm going to be the best that I can be, even though I don't want to be here. Right. And if I can utilize my time wisely to get some other stuff done, then I'm going to do that. Right. You take what you can and you leave the rest. That is my advice to you all who are going through training. The fiscal year has started usually. Right. It's August until until August. Right. That's kind of what the fiscal year is supposed to be instead of that normal calendar year, January to December. Many people are going back and doing training at this time. So I challenge you all. Don't be the negative person that brings everybody down. I think uh, another guy I was talking to called it a submarine. You got submarines and you got trampolines. So don't be the submarine, right? At least, you know, submarines, they come back to the surface from time to time too, right? You can't just stay down, okay? So as you go through your training, everybody, don't, you know, don't be negative. Just try to say, you know what? I'm going to take whatever I can and the stuff that I can't use, you know, hey, I'm just going to forget it. Let it go in one ear and out the other. So that brings us to, especially when talking about kind of changing the way you think, uh, our next number. And that number is 113. If you've been paying attention the past couple of weeks, you should know what that means. And that is the number of medals that the United States won at the Olympics. We won 113 medals and 39 of them were gold, which means first place. And we had the most of those as well. But I'm not here to talk about performances, even though anybody who thought the USA wasn't going to win gold in basketball. I mean, I don't. I don't know where you got that from. Maybe you just got kind of spooked a little bit. But we have the best team. We have the best players. It is what it is. We were kind of small, but we're not here to talk about Olympic basketball. We are here to talk about. (sighs) These two words have been thrown around an awful lot. And I'm one of those people that are. I'm skeptic, but I'm not negative. Right. So I'm going to challenge the ideas. I'm going to challenge the thoughts. I'm going to challenge the words that people use. Not saying that they're wrong, but just be able to back it up. Right. If those are the words, if that's what you're going to use. But this word mental health. And so here my 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 wonderful notes. I have Simone in Osaka versus the old way of sports. And I think y'all know where I'm going with this. A lot of times, especially in team sports and more specifically because I played these sports, football and basketball, you are called to push through, right? I'm putting air quotes there. Whatever it is that is ailing you, whatever it is that is bothering you, whatever it is that is dragging you down. You're taught from a very early age, you hear words like suck it up, throw some dirt on it, get it together, get your head in the game, right? All of these things we've been taught from very small age children to, I mean, oftentimes even through our early 20s. And for anyone who plays professionally into your 
30s, right, is all about the team. And no matter what strife or difficulty you may have, okay, it's not about you. Let's set that thing aside, right? There's this word I like. It's called compartmentalize. That means to take this one thing and basically not let it spread to the rest of your life, right? We're going to look at this thing as a singular situation, as if it is not connected to anything else, right? So somebody could say, well, I get sick all the time. And now, now that COVID is here, I'm afraid of just being out and being around people. So someone could compartmentalize that and say, you know what? Since I got the vaccine for COVID, I'm good. Right? You're not looking at how all of this stuff is directed in these other sicknesses or your other health. We're just talking about this one specific thing, right? I wish I wouldn't use that reference because, you know, I'm tired of talking about that specific thing, but I think it works here. So that old way of thinking, right? Having to compartmentalize, having to quote unquote, push through whatever it is for the betterment of the team or for the sport, for the game, that's being challenged right now. And I'm not saying it's for the better or for the worst. Um, I think as you continue to grow and you get more information, you have to continue to evolve Uh, and sometimes that means being stronger in what you believe and actually not changing it. (laughs) And some things you do have to continue to change as times grow, as you get more information, as you get more wisdom and learn how to apply the information that you know, right now it's kind of time to change some of that thinking or uh, regain the knowledge to uh, defend whatever it is that you believe. And so this mental health thing where Simone Biles pulls out of the, the team events because she's like, I just don't got it. Woo. I was like, okay. Right. Y'all heard me talk about Osaka before. Now, the difference is tennis is a singular sport. Right. If you say I don't have it today and you just leave, it's on you. It doesn't really matter as far as there's no team. Now, you may have affected other people by leaving right so if you don't play now you affect the sport of tennis you affect your agent you affect how much money you come in which affects your family right i'm not talking about those things i'm talking about the actual sport itself the field of play simone biles even though she competes individually her score is a part of a a team So a lot of people were like, ah, you know, mental health. Hey, you know, ah, mental health. You got to step down. You got to do what you got to do. And there were a a sprinkle of people that said, "Uh, I don't know, man. You got a team of people that are dependent on you. And this is the Olympics. This is the tip, tip, toppity top of what you train for and compete for in that sport. Right. And gymnastics is about Olympics. Some sports like skeet shooting, like, come on, come on. You know, Olympics is the pinnacle. Every four years, you have an opportunity to prove yourself on the world stage against the world. There's not 
a ton of uh, leagues or sports where you get to actually compete against everyone else in the world. Everyone is able to have a representative. And Simone Biles, for her reasons, I'm not saying if it's, I can't say it's wrong, right? But it's just a different thought process and a different thought pattern of what someone has to to digest, right? And, And someone told me, my mom actually was like, these athletes have more pressure on their shoulders than ever before. There's so much they have to go through. They're on the biggest stage. You know, they're all the way in Japan. It's a pandemic. And I'm like, you know what? That's right. You're sure right about that. That is 100% true. But my initial thoughts were, okay, right. If you want to be the best in the world and if you want to show on the grand stage of them all, which is the Olympics, you got to put up or shut up. Regardless, right, that's that push through mentality. So there's also a saying in sports, are you hurt or are you injured? Now, the difference is if you're injured, you are physically unable to perform. I don't think mentally was ever even considered in that that phrase, are you hurt or are you injured? Right? Hurt means, okay, I am hurting, but I can still physically perform and help my team. Injured means I cannot do that. If you're putting me out there, I am now hurting my team. And so Simone Biles said that I would be hurting my team if I went out there and I tried to perform. And I go, you know what? If somebody feels like they are unable to physically perform because of their mental state, right? And somebody brought up the the point that, you know, when you're doing all these flips and stuff and gymnastics and you're, you know, jumping off the, the beams and you can really get injured. You can get hurt seriously if you're not in the right mindset, if you are not able to perform, if you are injured, either either physically or mentally, you are not able to perform at the highest level and it can cause you some serious damage. So I was like, okay. I mean, who am I to judge anyone, especially Simone Biles with how great she is in, in her own right? These are just some things I was kicking around in my head because this is the world that we live in, right? I'm going out to teach the young minds of America and a thought that they have. So I'm like, "Mm, man, you know, I would, I would want my, my teammate to get out there and, and, and put on the show, go do your best. And, you know, if you can continue to help us, then obviously we want you out there. And quiet is kept Simone Biles. Her mediocre is a lot of people's best with how great she is. Right. But, it only takes one slip and she could be ser- seriously hurt. So, you know, I, I digress. I'm still trying to figure it out where you go, mm, man, you you, you kind of let your team down. But again, if she's injured, injured, you're not able to go perform. And she says she wasn't. And this is one of the top competitors. You can't be as great as she is without being one of the, the best competitors in the world. So, you know, I digress at this point. But let me know what you guys think. Definitely go follow me and DM or comment 
on my social media, on Instagram, at underscore Tony Rambles underscore. Let me know what y'all think. I had my family down here over the past couple of weeks. That was the reason why I wasn't able to upload. I got to, you know, take some time away, spend time with them. Because, you know, this, uh, anybody who does a podcast, you know, this is time consuming, right? I put all the stuff together. I edit it, blah, 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 blah. That takes time. And so I was just like, you know what? Let me chill. Let me spend time with my mom, my brother and sister. Shout out to y'all. I think I'll post a picture of that on social media so y'all can see him. But I asked my brother and my sister. They are ninth and 10th graders. And I said, what is old school to you? And so they thought about it. They were like, early 2000s is old school to us. Early 2000s? Okay. So, I'm 32. I was born in 89. Early 2000s is like, where I was hitting high school is 2004, I think. 2003, 2004. And for me, that's like, when I think of old school, of course, the first thing I think of is music. And so, I'm thinking like, hmm, Dipset was out. G-Unit was like, I had so many G-Unit albums. It was a lot of music out. Then Soldier Boy, I guess, came out around that time at some point. I mean, there was some good stuff going out. And, you know, to me, that's not old school. But to them, old school. So they basically were like, okay, well, old school is anything that came out before we were born. I was like, dang. Because when I think of old school, and here's our number, 50. Like, if it's 50 years old, in my mind, that's kind of like, that's old school. I guess when I think of in terms of age. Now, when I think about in terms of music, 80s and back. I don't really consider the 90s as old school, but I guess it kind of is at this point, depending on your perspective. So... But in my mind, 80s and back, 80s, 70s, rock and roll is kind of my favorite genre. Uh, you all may or may not know about that, but hey, that's what that's what I like. So, but then I had to kind of look at my definition, right? And so I got this definition from online. I forgot which one. Is it Merriam-Webster, you know, dictionary.com? Who knows? But I thought it was really good. It says... A characteristic of a style, outlook, or method employed in a former era, remembered either as inferior to the current style or alternately remembered nostalgically as superior to the new style. The older denoting something that would be considered out of date or out of fashion to some, but as such is consider others as cool and hip. And so when I hear that, I think of like the 90s kind of clothing style that people wear now. I see it all the time in high schools. That's considered cool. I think we had a lot of innovation right in that time. And that's me speaking from a 32-year-old's mindset. There's a lot of innovation in music and, and cinema in the way uh, people think in television, right? So cinema or TV, you might have something from 2005 
that looks like it could pass for today. It's not much different. You would have to go back even further for it to really go like, oh, like that sounds old. Like you could hear something. Like when you listen to something from the 90s, you're like, oh, okay, like that's a specific sound. But it doesn't necessarily, the quality doesn't like fully drop off when you listen to the actual, you know, sound of the music, like the music quality sound. And a lot of that is because we got the technology to make stuff sound better. So, you know, you got your remasters and that kind of thing. But I just kind of had this hard time with figuring out like what old school is. Y'all tell me what old school is. What are y'all fond memories of old school, whether that's music whether that is how things are made, food, cinema, TV. Y'all tell me. Because I really thought that question was layered. And so, depending on your perspective, old school is old school. So, with that being said, we are going to get to our last segment. And you all know what that is. And if you don't know, it is... Today in history. Now, today in history, August 9th, 1877, Henry Morton Stanley's party, not like party like at somebody's house, party as in like a expedition, like going out to see something, reaches Boma, Congo. It reminded me of a show that my wife and I just watched. And my brother recommended it to me. Shout out to Troy uh, at Mr. T. Rollins on Instagram. He made all the intro and the outro music. Shout out to him. It reminded me of this show called Jupiter's Legacy. They have a code and how you got this family who was supposed to be like the most upstanding. They kind of set the example. Then they have this union where the people got to, this are the people that kind of made the rules, the six inaugural superheroes who got their powers. And they had to go to this, this island where they go on this expedition and they had to go basically find the powers and prove themselves worthy before they were able to get them and leave the island and then, you know, go into the world. And so seeing that, that expedition piece, and how you have people going out to to search for things, right? Physically search for things. And the, the objective of Henry Morton Stanley's mission was to find out where these lakes were flowing from. When I researched it, I was like, why? Like, I honestly, personally don't care. But it was important to somebody. It was important to him and his 228 people. And it was important to the people that sent them out. But with this Jupiter's legacy show that's on Netflix, it was important for them to go find it. Cause this guy, he was like, there is a reason that we have to go and find this Island and figure out what this stuff means. Cause he's having these visions in his head. Really great show. You all should definitely check it out. And he just knew that he was going to make a difference for me. That's, you know, my faith in God. It really steers the ship in everything that I do and being a teacher and having this podcast and my marriage and with being a dad, you know, 
in my relationships with people, what will you go to the ends of the earth for? And you got to believe in it. You got to hold on to it. And oftentimes, when you have that mindset, you'll be able to bring people along for the ride. And those people will be blessed, right? If we're going to use that word, I know people use it all the time now, whether they're religious or spiritual or not. People will be blessed because of your your diligence, right? And going after this thing you believe. So find out what you believe in. Go after it. Full bore no matter what. And you'll see success. Hopefully you're going after something that is positive, that is good. Because you got a lot of people that's going after some negative things. And they find success in that negative thing, even though it's negative. You You guys know where I'm going with that. So, with that being said, this is the Living Numbers Podcast, and I am your host, Tony Rambles. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share, download. You all know the drill. I will see you all.